And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. The shot Episode 74 of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com today. So we got a lot on the docket for today, but we're going to keep it short and sweet like we always like to do here on Locked On Lightning. So yesterday, training camp started up, uh, the Lightning are back in full action on the ice. I hope... All of you are staying safe and getting ready, amped up, and is super excited for all the things that are coming our way in just a couple of weeks like I am. Uh, I Did anyone see that nasty between the legs Blake Coleman goal? Now, granted, this was a, a very short, full ice game, if you want to call it. It was, I believe it was probably from like uh, blue line to blue line. It wasn't anything crazy. Um, but still, regardless of whether it's practice, a game, shootout, I mean, that was still pretty filthy. Um, I don't know who was in net. I don't think it was Vasilevsky. I think it was maybe McElhenney. Regardless of who it was, that was still pretty nasty on on Blake for doing that. Uh, you know, you know, a lot, I saw some comments underneath that on, I believe is, I think I saw it on YouTube or on the Instagram page. Somebody was like, why do they have to do them dirty like that? We just get back to playing hockey. But, hey, these boys look like they haven't missed a beat, and that's really comforting. Granted, they're probably going at, if I would want to guess, they're probably going at maybe 75% right now. So if that's what 75% looks like, can't wait to see what 100 looks like. So, yeah, they're going to be doing this for about, 13 days, and then on the 26th, the Lightning will travel to Toronto, which will be their hub city until uh, if they do, if they would advance to the conference finals in which afterwards they would travel to Edmonton, thus then playing that series and then potentially the Stanley Cup finals playing that full out. So hopefully we'll be in Edmonton uh, at the end of, I think, beginning, second week. Second week of October, let's throw it for there. I believe that they want to aim... The league wants to aim for the Stanley Cup uh, finals to end, a.k.a. conclude, uh, around the 9th. I don't know how reasonable that is. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. Exhibition games will be starting up from the 20, uh, on the 28th till the 30th. So it's just, you know, for teams to get back in the full swing of things. I saw some of the schedules, some of this, the, the, the matchups for these exhibitions. It looks like they're just going to do rivalry games, which is cool. I mean, that's a cool thing to see, to have, uh, they're going to have players. I mean, fans getting back into it, you know, obviously seeing the rivalry games, the games really obviously don't mean anything. So it's just, you know, just to grab listeners, uh, to viewers back into it. I mean, you don't, it's not going to take much for, for these fans to get back into, especially us here at Locked On Lightning, we're we're locked and loaded, and ready to go here. Uh, now the Lightning will be playing on the 29th against the Panthers, and that's a Wednesday, and they'll be playing at 12 p.m. So, if you haven't gone back to work or are getting, you know, will have a chance to view that game, go ahead and do uh, do so. Um, 
I'm not going to put too much stock in it. I'm just going to probably maybe tune in for maybe the first period or so. Just see how the guys look on the ice, how they gel together. Uh, I would imagine the the line changes are going to be very frequent. Um, yeah, you know, they're going to want to keep guys fresh. You know, these these exhibition games and then the Lightning will have round-robin games which will begin on August 3rd. And their first matchup is the Washington Capitals. That's a good matchup for the Lightning. I mean, to start off things, like I said on past episodes when the league announced that top four teams in each conference would be getting round-robin games to determine seeding, I didn't really put a lot of stock into it. I mean, if the Lightning get the first pick, I mean, the first uh, seed or the second seed, or even the fourth seed, it really doesn't matter. I mean, they still, at the end of the day, these are just extra tune-up games, and that's how every Lightning fan should approach it. Now, they have expanded the rosters just a bit, you know, just for the playoffs. Uh, 33 players total on the Lightning. Uh, They're they're bringing up some guys from the minor leagues, of course. Uh, I believe so how it works. Each team gets 30 players. And then they get unlimited. They get an unlimited amount of goalies that they could carry. So yeah. So some of the notable additions, other than obviously this this roster that we've had all year, uh, Alex Pierre Boulet, who we've talked a, a little bit about on this show. He's one, he's the top prospect in the system. He was up at the Syracuse Crunch. Cal Foot, Matthew Joseph, Jamel Smith, Alex Volkov, and then. You also have take a look at Alex Witkowski. And then the goalies will be Spencer Martin and Scott Wedgwood. Now, this is, you know, it's going to be good to see these guys playing um, in these exhibition games so they could get some of their reps in as well and kind of get things, uh, you know, polished off as they head into some of the biggest games that they will play thus far in their careers. Um, you know, I expect Cal Foot maybe to be on some pairings. Um, I don't know about Volkov probably because he's he's seen some time up at the NHL. I'm really interested how to see how they're gonna play, uh, how much ice time uh Bear Boulay is gonna get. You know, that's the guy everyone's looking at. You know, because I spoke about it on the episode with Chad Schnarr from Bolts Prospects. Uh, he's the top prospect, of course, and the the question I had for him. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen. Great episode. Shout out to Chad. Uh, for doing that with me once again. Um, and, you know, once the playoffs are over, or maybe I'll have chat on the coming weeks to discuss maybe how some of these guys are playing and what we could expect from them. Obviously, at this point, you know, we spoke about some of those things as well on that episode, but, you know, the stakes are a little higher now. You know, we're not playing regular season games now. We're, we're playing playoff games. Uh, and these guys could potentially be playing for a spot on the team next year, you know, especially if if they get hot at the right time, then, you know, they could definitely make a name for himself and definitely solidify a spot on the team for next year. Um, other than that, I mean, it's a good to, to have these guys up there, obviously. While they're getting burned, maybe some of the starters, uh, some of the guys who are still ailing with injuries, such as the captain, Steven Stamkos, who, you know, it's I've spoke about it, and I love the captain just as much as everyone. Uh, he's done. He's a great player. He's one of the best players in the league. I think he would be top five if he just could stay healthy. The guy, I, I just don't understand it. I don't know if it's the training program he's putting himself through in the offseason or maybe he's doing some – maybe he did some stuff while they came back and, and uh, 
you know, they were doing the workout stuff. I don't know what it is. Uh, they said he had a lower body injury. His They said he was going to be very limited during the training camp. Um, but he should be able to come back once the real games start up. But it's it's just, you know, it's frustrating and exhausting at this point. And I'm sure I'm not the only person out there who feels the same way. Uh, like I said, I mean, we love Stammer. But at the same time, it's just exhausting at this point. It seems like every time things start to look up for him, it, it's something, you know, there's an injury that happens where he's missing a significant amount of time. And, you know, it made it didn't really affect the team. As much during the regular season, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of guys had to step up, especially Alex Kalorn, who did. You know, we can't overstate how fantastic of a job he's done this year, and how he's really been able to help the team and come up as one of the leaders during that stretch in which Stamkos was hurt. But it, it just comes to a point, and that's why I brought it up on the episode with Chad Schnarr. You know, eventually something's got to give, where maybe the 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 organization, and I know I'm. Maybe this is a little bit heresy and blasphemous, but, you know, at one point, eventually, if he keeps going down this road, they're going to have to look at him and see, you know, whether or not maybe they have to go in a different direction, maybe trade him to build up for, you know, more draft picks and all that stuff. But, I mean, that's down the road. I'm talking maybe four years. Then again, maybe sooner. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, he's suffered just a couple of – very significant injuries plus you know ones that have left them out here and there such as the one with the core injury but that's not as bad as as the one when he uh, broke his leg back a couple years ago but I mean it's like I said it's just super exhausting I hope I at this point don't play him you know I joked uh, on one of my episodes let's just wrap him up in bubble wrap and you know just stick him on the bench but let's you know I at this point if I'm coop don't even play him. Don't even play him until they play Washington. You know, because what's going to risk, you know, if he's this injury prone, which he clearly is, we all know this. This is no secret. But if he's going to be this injury prone going forward and the Lightning, I think the best thing for them, don't play him until the Caps. Maybe don't play him until the second um, round robin game. I don't know. I There's a lot of different, uh, you know, thoughts out there on which – how a lot of these teams, especially the Lightning as well, should go about. I read an article saying that they should treat the games um, as just to nail down their lineup and get everybody uh, roster on the roster some action. And that's what that's how I felt about it too. Um, that was, um, I believe, I believe I read that on Lightning.com. Um, I believe Brian Burns wrote that. Who Brian? Brian's always on the ball with that with the, with his assumptions about the Lightning. Hopefully, we could get Brian on the show one day. But yeah, um, I think that they should just you know treat these as tune up games. I think that you know if you're a team, whether you know, especially in these conference, if you're the Lightning, the Bruins, the Flyers, or the Caps, and you're tr- you're going out there every game, especially from this long of a pause, going out there trying to win every game or, you know, you're taking every game super serious, then, you know, you're missing the whole point of this. You're just trying to get ready because once the puck drops and you get your seating and you're, you know, let's say the Lightning have to play, I don't know, Columbus, and they wore themselves out from getting that number one seed. If we, and I hate bringing this up, but if the same thing happens as last year or close to it, then was it really worth it? Are teams really going to worth it? Not just the Lightning. The teams are going to look back and ask themselves, 
was it really worth it trying to shoot for that number one seed and then getting bounced or not having as good of a performance as you would have wished? So that's just something to keep in mind if you're sitting at home kind of losing your mind and maybe questioning as to why they're making certain line changes or giving some guys uh, not as the normal amount of ice time as they normally get. But, yeah. Uh, Next up, we'll talk about how, you know, the series lengths and all that stuff and everything that will be going forward into the playoffs and what the whole outlook for the Lightning uh, should look like until they finally figure out who they're actually going to play after these round-robin games. But, you know, the funny thing is, I'm just going to kind of sneak peek that a little bit, is that uh, it was interesting, you know, they sent – I've never heard of professional athletes really, you know, in this day and age, they still do, but how the league is mandating it now that these guys have to carpool with each other. Um, And if they're still, you know, if I'm sure the league, how they'll do it is they will do it by, um, they'll just be renting out cars. But if these players don't have cars, they want to buy some, they could definitely go to rockauto.com because it is a family business serving auto parts customers online for the last 20 years. Uh, go to rockauto.com, shop for all the auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals or the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car car or truck right locked on 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 their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com so as we all know the lightning will be playing round robin games in the coming weeks uh actually on august 3rd they will start it up the playoffs officially start on august 1st so the lightning could practice a couple of more days of uh, get some, you know, work on some other, any other things that they might need to get in after they do, after they play some of those uh, exhibition games. So they will be facing off against the Capitals. And we all know that, you know, like I said earlier, and I've said on past shows, that let's not treat these games anything other than the exhibition games. I mean, that's all it is. It's extended exhibition games, training camp games, whatever you want to call them. And the Lightning, you know, got lucky with the format that the NHL picked out. Some other teams are just going to play a couple exhibitions and then they're going to jump right into it and all havoc is going to break out. So let's just recap. Qualifying round is best of five. So if the after the Lightning move on from round robin, um, they'll be able to play best of seven after that, as well as everybody else. So that's kind of the good thing is that once the Lightning figure out what their seating is going to be, they're not going to be exactly be sitting around for uh, maybe X amount of days, maybe four or five days trying to wait for who they're going to play. Uh, I would imagine I'd, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be too shocked if any of these games don't go five. Um, but at the same time, I also wouldn't be shocked as well to see maybe some very quick exits. Um, in those qualifying games, qualifying rounds. Now, the round-robin schedule is as dictated right now. So the third, they'll play the Caps, the fifth, Boston, and the ninth, Philly. Obviously, like I said, I don't care what the outcomes of these games are. Um, If the Lightning are just going to go one and two out of these three games, if they're going to win any of these games, I would like to see them win the last one so at least they end these round robin games on a on a high note, you know, you definitely don't want to get 
uh, swept in these round robin rounds, if you want to call it what if you want to call it a round. I guess it's technically a round, but yeah, they you definitely want to see them end on a high note. Um, I'm sure they want to as well. I'm sure they want to go out there and win every single game, but that's not something that's really overly important. Uh, if they do, which could very well happen, uh, tiebreakers they the tiebreakers will be determined by regular season's point percentage. So if it came down to Boston and Philly, I think Boston would have the edge in that. Um, and then going forward, the higher seed will be given home home ice uh, throughout the playoffs. Well, so like moving on, obviously, you know, it's determined by who they're playing. So and then higher seed teams will be the home team in games one, two, five and seven, as we normally see throughout the playoffs now. Like I've spoken in length about who I would like to see this team play. Um, I think, honestly, if I had to pick one team that I would like to see the Lightning play, um, right now at the top of my head, uh, I think it would be Toronto. I think they match up very well with Toronto. Um, very Two very similar teams. When the Lightning last ran into the, the Maple Leafs, it was a very frustrating game, I believe. The Maple Leafs did win that game, but they did win out, I believe, at 4-3. This was right when the Lightning were starting to get going again. They had, remember, that um, 11-game win streak, and then they lost four very tough games in a row. And it looked like they were just, you know, having a very tough time trying to get anything started, uh, anything going within that tough stretch. And then, obviously, it looked like they were starting to turn things around. And then we, I believe they were actually going to play Philly. Um, But anyway, that's neither here nor there. And then, yeah, we had the everything stop because of obviously COVID going on. So, yeah, um, you know, I don't really care about, you know, the tiebreakers. I mean, if the Lightning get the short and the stick uh, with the tiebreaker and they get maybe axed out of a, a better spot or a higher seed, I guess that's the only thing that the Lightning really are going to, you know, if you want them to win every game, because like I said, numerous times and I'm probably beating a dead horse by now with this point but I guess the one thing you could root for if you want to root for something in terms of these round robin games obviously for other than the lightning winning games but for the long term goal um, you know home ice throughout the playoffs so if you really want them to get you know because that is going to be something that is obviously not going to be a huge deal this year given the fact that they will be playing on neutral ice um the good thing, the cool thing also, well, it's going to be interesting. It's not really interesting. I guess it's just something that we're going to have to get to used to as we're watching these playoffs is that the center logo that obviously the home team has, um, and now obviously we're playing in, the Lightning are playing in Toronto, and then the Western Conference will be in Edmonton, is that obviously other than, you know, Toronto, the Maple Leafs and Oilers are in it, so they're technically quote unquote the home teams. But you know that's not really going to be a big deal. A because there's no fans, and B they could still very well be um, playing on the road in their own arena. So what the league has chosen to do, which is cool, um, I mean there was a, wasn't really a lot of other room for creativity. I didn't see the league wanting to change the logos after every game, especially you know just for time constraints. But how they're going to do it is that they're just going to throw the NHL logo, the league logo, in mid-ice to kind of just, I guess, make it easier for everyone. Uh, it's going to be weird seeing that. 
other than just not having fans and it being, I guess they're going to probably have some crowd noise um, from the speakers and the sound system in the arena. Uh, the cool thing is, though, if the Lightning do make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, they will, I believe, this could be subject to change depending on how things are by October. But I believe how they're going to do it is that they're going to be the friends and family are going to be able to join the players, I believe, by the conference finals. And then once that's over, I, I'm not sure if the conference finals, they'll be able to sit in the stands, but I believe by the Stanley Cup finals, especially they'll be able to. So at least, you know, you'll, you'll have some organic crowd noise other than maybe the manufactured one that will probably be having throughout the playoffs. Um, it'll be super weird if we're just hearing it like as if we're, maybe in a regular ice rink and it would, it would kind of feel like a, maybe a beer league on steroids in that respect. Um, that's the only way I would be able to describe it in terms of the noise in the arena. It'd be deafeningly quiet. You know, I think that's how, you know, so it's one of those things where it's going to be, it's going to be a very strange Stanley cup playoffs. Um, other than, you know, you're going to have the lightning. If they do play Toronto playing, as the home team against the Maple Leafs in their own arena. Um, and you could, you know, chalk up quote unquote homey home ice advantage to the Leafs all you want, because, you know, they feel more comfortable being in a, in an area where they kind of know, I guess the, I guess everything around them a lot better, um, than obviously the other teams, but it's not going to be your, your grandmother's, uh, Stanley cup playoffs that, you know, we're normally, are accustomed to but i like it it's it's going to be a nice interesting weird change i like weird um developments in sports and i feel like this is going to be kind of a a breath of fresh air not only for lightning fans but as well as hockey fans yeah it's going to be unfortunate with especially if the lightning do make it to edmonton uh with the time difference but it's not going to be that crazy i mean we're all still going to be up for these games so yeah, uh, super excited. You know, obviously the Lightning are going to play for, if they're going to play for anything, let's play for home field, home ice advantage throughout the playoffs. So after you're done listening to this episode, go ahead and listen to last week's segment that they had on NA, Locked On NHL. Uh, they spoke about everything. It was basically Hockey Cards 101, everything from market values to how you know the market fluctuates, what cards are good, what cards you should sell right away, and which ones you should maybe hold on to a little longer to see that value rise. It was definitely one of the more interesting episodes. Very different as well. I've never really heard a podcast uh, discussing a topic like that. Uh, maybe my, my, my podcast listening taste is not as diverse as some if you have that's pretty cool if you've heard a podcast like that before definitely check out these those guys that have did that um they'll definitely be putting out more episodes in the coming weeks and of course as always when you're done with this like subscribe download share play on the car radio on your way to work or when you're driving a town driving around town blast it so everyone on the on the street could uh, hear it um, obviously, you know, that helps the show a ton. And obviously these, this show is available wherever you could find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, uh, I believe Google as well. So that's been it for today's episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. I'll talk to you in the next one.